Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Inside Edition ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500. Were they faked? What Jerry Springer's TV bodyguards are saying today. Hey, I was paid $100 if I threw a punch. And Jerry's final days. The cancer warning signs you need to know. The way he, he hugged me. I think in a way he was telling me goodbye. Then, school bus driver emergency. She's about to pass out. Superboy to the rescue. Someone call 911. How did you know how to drive that bus? Plus, parents' crusade after what happened to their daughter on a family vacation. It was just a horror. Lisa Guerrero investigates. I'm wondering if you're operating a safe environment here. And dream come true. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The 13-year-old who stole the show on draft night. You look like a professional there. Were you nervous at all? (laughs) Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The death of talk show legend Jerry Springer has revived an age-old question. Were the fights on his show for real? For years, there were rumors that it was all a setup, that people were offered money to throw a punch. Now Jim Murray talks with the show's bodyguards for their take on what was going on behind the scenes. They were the most outrageous fights ever seen on television. Out of control hair pulling and smackdowns. That's because we work together, that don't mean we're friends. You Slaps know? between female co-workers and fists flying over love triangles. Some folks even went after Jerry Springer himself. 
Throughout the Jerry Springer Show's 27-year history, everyone wanted to know, were these epic fights staged? I spoke to the show's three bodyguards. It was real. It, these people were finding out a tremendous heartbreaking surprise, and they, they reacted appropriately. They were mad. We in the past have talked to people who said, hey, I was paid $100 if I threw a punch. I hear that all the time, Jim. All the time I would hear that, and it was nonsense. Uh, nobody, to my knowledge, no one ever got paid for throwing a punch. What is the most memorable fight you witnessed personally? For me, it was the food fights. At, there, at, like, at least once a season, we'd have a food fight, and I would eventually get caught in the middle of it. So I don't really have feelings for either of them. I don't have feelings for nobody but yourself. They had this family, and they were legit, that they did not get along. I think that was the longest and toughest fight that we were ever in because it almost didn't end. Even when the camera stopped, they were still going. We also asked former head of security Steve Wilkos about the truth behind those wacky storylines. I would say, you know, 90% of it was real. Uh, you know, I buried the horse. That, I was there. I mean, that was a real story. The Jerry Springer Show actually started out as a traditional talk show with serious topics. That is exactly what the President of the United States had said on television. We will not deal with the terrorists. Jerry Springer Show creator, Bert Dubrow. We never had a meeting and said, hey, let's put fights on the air. It was nobody's idea. It happened, and then we were smart enough to take advantage of it, and it became a thing. Later on, we'll have more on Springer's final days, including a look at some of the early warning signs of pancreatic cancer. You know, we live in a world of see something, say something. And this middle schooler did something. His school bus driver fainted behind the wheel. And this brave boy jumped up and brought the bus safely to a stop. Les Trent has more. It's the dramatic school bus video that's earning this youngster nationwide accolades. A seventh grader in Michigan is earning praise for his heroic actions on a school bus. The middle school student being hailed as a hero. The video begins as the bus driver starts feeling faint. There are 60 students on the bus. First, she fans herself with her cap. Then, radio's headquarters. But before the driver can pull over, she loses consciousness. That's when 13-year-old Dylan Reeves jumps into action and saves the day. He runs forward, grabs the wheel, and applies the brakes. Cool as a cucumber, he brings the bus to a halt. Here he is in slow motion. You can see how calm Dylan is the whole time. He even tries to put the bus in park. Now he's getting the hero's treatment at his family's home outside Detroit and from lots of others, too. I am so proud of Dylan. The school superintendent honored this modest crisis. young man at a news conference with his mom, dad, and sister. To do something like this just fills my heart. We got a little hero. Dylan says he wants to be a fireman someday, but he's already a hero. That he is. The bus driver is currently in the hospital recovering. A lot of dreams came true at the NFL draft last night. Not only for the players, this amazing kid is still pinching himself after he got to announce the number one pick for his favorite team, the Jets. He spoke with our Sevilla Vargas. Talk about getting the crowd pumped up. This 13-year-old stole the show at the NFL draft in Kansas City. I'm joined by Kyle Stickles. 
a Make-A-Wish kid who battled and overcame bone cancer. Kyle's been a New York Jets fan since he was barely out of diapers. He's from upstate New York and even wore a Jets jersey when he underwent chemo. Now a dream come true courtesy of the NFL and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He's announcing the Jets' first round draft pick. With the 15th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 select Will McDonald, linebacker, Iowa State. Let's go! Yeah! Let's go! Tell me what it felt like when you were on the stage. It was really crazy. There's like thousands of people all there. It was great. It's also a night of hugs, hugs, and more hugs. When Will Anderson Jr. heard his name called, his mom gave him an embrace only a mother can give and something else. When your mom hugged you in that green room, she left a makeup stain. That lady is so special. She puts the world on her back for our kids. It was an amazing night. And to all the guys who waited forever to get picked, just remember the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, was selected number 199. On a much more somber note, it should have been a vacation to remember, and it is, but for all the wrong reasons. Lisa Guerrero on a family's quest to make a popular vacation pastime safer after their 13-year-old daughter was killed. Tubing, it's an incredibly popular water sport. But today, these grieving parents say they never expected an innocent tube ride like this could turn tragic. She was just a happy, bright little girl who just loved life. On the last day of their vacation on the island paradise of Aruba, 13-year-old Cassidy Murray convinced her dad to join her on a tubing excursion through this company, Fun for Everyone. This looks like a fun activity. This looks safe. They have life jackets on them. They're both strong swimmers, and she's with her dad. What could possibly go wrong? Cassidy's dad says just five minutes into the ride, there was trouble. Cassidy then got ejected from the raft. He says there was no lookout or spotter on board, just the driver operating the boat. There was only one person on the boat. That was the captain of the boat. He barely looked back. He glanced once in a while. So there's nobody spotting you? No spotter whatsoever. Cassidy's dad said when the boat's operator finally circled back to pick her up, he suddenly lost control and hit the throttle. He says the boat slammed into Cassidy and she was struck by the spinning propeller. What I witnessed, no parents should witness to see the way their child was. Cassidy's father and the boat driver managed to get her here to the beach, where two doctors, also on vacation, tried desperately to save her. But Cassidy didn't survive. No criminal charges were filed. Aruban authorities ruled it an accidental death. This cannot, cannot continue to happen. Now her family is demanding answers. We went to Aruba to see for ourselves if any changes have been made since Cassidy's death. There's no spotter on that boat, just the driver. We also went to Fun for Everyone, the same outfit Cassidy's dad hired last year. You've got a reservation to do some tubing. Our producer did get a life jacket, but there was no safety briefing. Just this. If you want to go fast, a thumbs up. You want to go slow, thumbs down. And when they headed out to sea, there was only this guy operating the boat. Yep, a year later and no spotters on board. A spotter on that boat, another employee on that boat, 
would have saved Cassidy's life. I'm Lisa Guerrero with Inside Edition. I'm wondering if you're operating a safe environment here. Yes. Back on shore, I tried to speak to this manager. You didn't have spotters, you didn't give safety briefings, and a 13-year-old girl died here last year. There's never an excuse to not have a spotter on the boats. If they don't have the personnel for a spotter, then they shouldn't take the voyage. Today, Cassidy's parents are determined to honor her memory. We can't bring Cassidy back, but we can prevent others from going through the pain. The government of Aruba tells us they're deeply saddened by the tragic accident. And while Aruba doesn't have any laws requiring spotters, authorities there say they take the safety of visitors seriously. And we'll continue to assess a wide range of safety protocols on an ongoing basis. James Corden said goodbye last night to the Late Late Show with some famous friends helping to see him off. For the last time, James Corden! The host of the Late Late Show celebrated his final episode with famous friends like Tom Cruise. He even got Cruise to dress up as Pumbaa, the warthog from The Lion King. Hakuna Matata! Adele took one last spin with Corden for his final carpool karaoke. We could have had it Speaking of carpool karaoke, his fellow late night hosts are already fighting so over together. it. You're leaving your show. We figure out who gets what. Okay, what does everybody want? <laughs> carpool karaoke. Funny man Will Ferrell brought along a sledgehammer. Well, Corden won't be needing that desk anymore anyway. Thanks for watching. That's our show. Thank you so much for your time, everybody. I will miss you. Gordon's headed back to the U.K. to spend more time with his family. And that's model Haley Bieber in a black mini dress accessorized with pearls. The look may ring a bell. That's Haley Bieber channeling her inner Audrey Hepburn. Ellie, we need the photo. The 26-year-old model donned a sleeveless little black dress and pearls and wore her hair in a bun just like Hepburn in the 1961 classic Breakfast at Tiffany's. The look couldn't have been more appropriate since Haley wore it to the grand reopening of Tiffany's flagship store in New York, where the movie's iconic opening was shot. Now back to the death of Jerry Springer, who lived only three months after getting a pancreatic cancer diagnosis. It is one of the most aggressive forms of cancer. But are there warning signs? We're learning about Jerry Springer's final days as he fought a losing battle with pancreatic cancer. It's a horrible disease, especially in that it sneaks up on you. Gene Galvin, Springer's close friend, was one of the few people who knew the 79-year-old TV legend was terminally ill. We knew what was happening. The family wanted it kept private, particularly he wanted it kept private. What were his last days like? I was lucky enough to be with him three days ago, and um, I was a firsthand witness to this cocoon of love that makes it as good as it can be. Steve Wilkos rose to fame as the former Chicago cop security guard who broke up the fights on the Springer show. He proved so popular, he was given his own show. Better start calling her Mary, because you are the father. He saw the man who changed his life just two months ago and says something told him it was for the last time. He was very emotional during the night. 
Um, and he kept telling me he loved me, and you know, I was telling him I love him. You know, the way we talked that night and the way he hugged me. I think in a way he was telling me goodbye. Pancreatic cancer kills 50,000 Americans a year. It has taken the lives of Aretha Franklin, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Jeopardy host Alex Trebek. This week I was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Now, normally, the prognosis for this is not very encouraging. Trebek went public with his grim diagnosis in 2019, succumbing the following year. I caught up with Dr. Elliot Newman, chief of surgical oncology at Lenox Hill Hospital at a medical conference in New York. Why is pancreatic cancer so hard to detect? Because it presents at a very late stage in most cases. So often the symptoms which people have are very nonspecific. There are some warnings signs you should be aware of. Pain in the back or abdomen, jaundice, yellowing of the eyes and skin, unexplained weight loss, and nausea after meals. Symptoms many people ignore. You don't know you have it, and then it reveals itself. Time then becomes very short. We'll be right back. Next, first their son drowns at grandma's house. Then their baby daughter dies in a hot car. Again at grandma's house. Now the dramatic courtroom hug. Forgiveness or saying I never want to see you again. And pretty in pink. Barbie pink prom. Pink for prom. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The news was heartbreaking. Two children die within the same year while their grandmother was babysitting them. Now the children's grieving mother is sharing a hug with the grandmother. But have they found forgiveness? Here's Amber Cagliano. A grandmother enters court after two of her grandchildren lost their lives when she was supposed to be babysitting them. Her daughter Kayla, the mother of the two dead children, breaks down sobbing uncontrollably. She has not seen or spoken to her mother in five months. She blames her mom for the death of 18-month-old Ezra, who drowned in a pond at her house. He got out while Tracy Nix was napping. 911, where is your emergency? Uh, that's a little baby. Uh... The grandmother's out giving him CP. Is he breathing? No, no. no. It's the very worst moment, I think, 
until the next worst moment. Less than a year later, their eight-month-old Yuri lost her life after Tracy Nix allegedly left her in a hot car in the garage for hours. What do you think should happen to your mom? I do think that she should be criminally charged. I think that she should be criminally punished. And that's why this moment was so unexpected. Kayla hugged her mother. The courtroom was left stunned. Kayla also hugged her father. He testified his wife, Tracy Nix, should be taken out of jail and sent to a mental facility for evaluation. I would just like to see her get help. I would like to see her come back to whatever normal will be. Reporter Kylie McGivern of station WFTS in Tampa spoke to Kayla, who told her the hug in court is not what it seems. She said really that rather than what may have been interpreted as a sign of support, that this was really a moment for her of kind of letting go, of saying I love you and saying goodbye. Tracy Nix will enter a mental health facility until her June court date. When we come back, it's Barbie Pink for prom. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This year, prom is pink. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Pink for prom. That's right, the hottest color this prom season is Barbie pink. Barbie mania is everywhere as excitement builds for the upcoming Margot Robbie Barbie movie. I love the color, especially. 17-year-old Ellie Mooney went viral in her neon pink prom gown. I just think it really sticks out among all the other black and reds. We went to David's Bridal in New York City and found these dresses pretty in pink and perfect for prom. It's such a vibrant shade that it instantly gives you a boost of confidence. The hot hue shines in this classic silhouette with a thigh-high slit. This is screaming very sexy and dramatic, which is definitely something our girls are going after this year. And this fitted mermaid style is all about the glam. If you're looking for an A-line dress, try this. I love the dramatic back. You have an open cutout, gives a little bit of detail. Pink for prom! Still to come, the most tired pooch in America. Finally, we've all been there after a day of shopping. This pooch is pooped. He's being dragged through the mall, having definitely shopped till he dropped. Shopping is so rough. <laughs> That's Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. 
Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.